0: You're listening to the Power Place audio podcast. For more resources or to watch the service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org. But I just, I love what what God is doing. And we did did a a three-part series, Miracle Signs and Wonders. And today, it's very funny that today is on the wonders of God to me because we're sitting in this time where everyone is wondering. And, uh, and I actually, I titled my, my, uh, my sermon this morning, I'm wandering around wondering about the wonders of God. I'm wandering around wondering about the wonders of God because this is where a lot of people live today is they wander around so much wondering about these wonders that they never actually understand the goodness of the Father, they just live their life in chaos. And this right here the the coronavirus is literally the 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 uh, epitome of what it looks like to be a chaotic nation. It's the epitome of it. This is what I, I love the fact that that what what is not to be feared is 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 being freaked out over. I mean literally freaked out over. We are we are, we are, as a nation, running in, in all directions, not even knowing what to do. Like, if you, watch, if you watch the normal person, it's like, I don't know where to go. What, three people have used this microphone today. Where's my Clorox white? But, there, but there's no fear because, because I know who's in charge of it all. And so just like, just like I love where Pastor Greg went with, with Paul. You know, he's, he's doing the fire, and, and it, it bit him, but it, it doesn't mess him up. What, what would normally mess you up doesn't mess me up. You know, it shouldn't mess you up. What, what the world freaks out about, we should have total peace in. I love that, that President Trump made today a national day of prayer. Hey, come on, baby. I don't know if you all follow his tweets, I don't, but he did tweet that he's watching Jensen Franklin this morning, just letting you know, President Trump's attending church. I'm just saying like, what, what is going on in our nation? People are running to what actually matters. You see, when chaos hits, people start to search, they start to search. And all of a sudden now, uh, you know, like, oh my word, now we need the miracle signs and wonders because there's chaos rather than living in it. When it comes, it's like what? It's funny. Yesterday, Brittany's like, I'm actually a little ticked because I just want to go out and do my normal grocery shopping, and I can't. Like, I don't know. We didn't live our week, you know, being like, babe, I'm leaving work early. Grab the kids. Get in the car. Be ready when I get home. We're running. Swat. Go, 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 go. You know, I I don't know, Lauren posted, what was it, Lauren, Thursday, you went to Costco? The lines were all the way back to the meat section. Guys, that's where I normally get my appetizers. There's no appetizers at Costco, no samples, the Coronas. And literally this is where people are living like, oh my word, did you get the meat? I don't know, did you get the paper? I don't know, just grabbed something. The dog treats are empty, we don't want the dogs to die. Get them, get something, grab anything you can. Oh my word, even the Krispy Kreme section at Walmart this morning was low, it was low, it was low. Only it's stacked because it's getting delivered and they're not fresh and only, you know, people only want hot now. No, it's desperate measures. Gonna be locked in our house for a few days. Grab them! Now I'm making total light of a serious issue. So please don't mistake all my jokes. I understand it's serious, but here's the thing. I serve a serious God. And so in serious moments, I can rely on a serious God that knows the end result. And so my trust level of him and in him, it stays the same because it was never wavered. I never sat in bed at night and was like, oh, my word, what are we going to do? You know, like like I never sat there and was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? I'm gonna encourage you when I say amen, just run, because I'm in a hugging mood now, okay? (laughs) Just run, just leave. The wonder of God, you got miracles. Miracles you can see. Miracles you can see. You lay hands on someone, they get healed. You can see the miracle right in front of your eyes. That's proof that strengthens my faith. You got signs, signs that happen all around us, signs that God's moving. These are things that you can see. I love being able to see something. It's fantastic. When uh, uh, I had lunch this week and I always pack my lunch and this, this week I opened up my lunchbox and Brittany had put something in there that I could see and I could taste. She said, I love you. Put a little note in there, you know what I'm saying? And it was fantastic. I loved it, but it was something that I could see. It was tangible to me. And that's something, man, I'm like, wow, she really does love me. But then there's the wonders of God. The things that aren't tangible, the things that you cannot see, the things that are like out there and like, oh, man, I wonder what. The wonders of God, the things that are always around you that I wonder what God's doing in this situation. And a lot of us might not ever actually figure out what God was trying to do in a situation in your life because you've never taken the time to get in the secret place to let God reveal it to you. But a lot of the things that God does, he actually wants to reveal it to you. A lot of things you walk through in life, he actually wants to reveal what he's been doing in you. But the problem is it actually takes time with him to get the answer or to see what he's been doing. We would rather be consumed by the things of this earth than actually be consumed with the Father. We'd we'd rather be consumed with watching what's on television or what's going on in our friends group or where we're going this Saturday night rather than grabbing some moments with the Father to say, God, reveal to me in these secret moments with just you and me all those wonders around me. Reveal to me what's been hidden in them for me. So that I can see, and not only so that I can see, but so that I can know, and so my faith level rises more, so that every day when I wake up, it's not just another day, but it's a day that I will attack because of you, and so we stand on top of it, and now all of a sudden, it it becomes a day of on-purposeness rather than a day of regret, and you lay your head down at the end of the day, and you say, man, God, thank you. Thank you for the opportunities that you've given me today. Thank you, Lord, for the provision that you provided. Lord, thank you for watching over our house today. Thank you, Lord, that we cannot be affected by what's going outside of these four walls. You know, God gave you authority. He gave you authority and he sent his Holy Spirit here to reside inside of you. So therefore, you have the power to cast things out. You know that like you were appointed and anointed to go forth into the nations, and spread the gospel. But not only that, you're not just a voice for God, you actually house the power of God. Yeah. You house the power, and so when God says go and do it, automatically you've been given the authority to go and do it. You have to question nothing on your route. Well, I wonder if he'll show up. No, 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 he told you to go, go. It's funny, when God told us to plant, when God told uh, my family to plant this church, there was nothing here. There was no funds, no nothing, it was just go plant a church. Okay, well, what do you do? You go, you sell everything. I mean, that was my childhood. At five years old, my parents sold everything and we went on the road. At 17 years old, we sold everything and moved here. It's just what we did. Why? Because God said go, and when he says go, you don't question him, you just go. I'm telling you, it, it's, this is it. And I love, I woke up this morning and, and I thought to myself, you know, Zay, we're probably the only church that's gonna be open today. You some kind of cray. Like, are we crazy? And I thought, you know, God, may this be, may this be as much of a sign as it needs to be to the people that follow this house that this is not just a money gig for us. For those of that have been doubting, Oh, I wonder what they're in it for. I'm telling you, nothing and no one can shake what God is doing in this house. Nothing and no one can shake what God is doing in this house. And therefore, we go forward and say, come on, baby, let's do this thing together. As we pray, as we intercede over the things and the chaos is going on in this world. Uh, This this week uh, for our staff prayers and everything. We came against the coronavirus. Why? Because we believe in attacking what is causing the issue. We're going to pray against it. And we have the authority and the power to come against it. Like our prayers don't even have to be Jesus. I pray that you would eradicate it. It's, hey, you're eradicated in Jesus name. Leave and be done and flee now, gone, done in Jesus name. Bye. Does that make sense? Like, really? Really? And I think, I think this could be a good wake-up call for a lot of us in here, that, that you don't need, you don't need, okay? Understand, you have the power inside of you and you don't need to be like, Jesus, please help me. He gave you the authority to be like, done, 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 done in Jesus' name. You're done in Jesus' name. No longer will you live here as fear starts to creep in. Nope, done. God gave me power over that. He gave me power over my mind. My body, my soul, and my spirit, I have power, and therefore I stand up. I rise up, and I say, no longer will I be dead bones laying in a field for anybody and everybody to take advantage of. You can't affect my mind. You can't affect my heart. You can't affect my words. You can't send me a text, and it messes everything up. You can't send me an email that's three pages long. It's going to mess my, you can't mess it up. Why? Because I'm grounded in him. Why? Because we're followers of God, and we are grounded in him. And when you know his word, nothing can mess it up. All right, let's dive into the word a little bit. In Proverbs 9, verse 10, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. Okay, I want to go here for a second. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. What does it mean to fear God? It means to be terrified to be away from him. So time with the Father, time with the Father is the beginning of wisdom. Time with the Father is the beginning of wisdom. So how do we get wise, eh? Go spend time with the Father. How do I know what decision to make? Go spend time with the Father. How do I overcome this fear that I really do have? Hey, it's okay to fear. you've, You've feared. Now be done with it. Nobody's pointing any fingers at you and say, You, you, Frady Cat, you, you're dumb. Don't be stupid. No, 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 you, you feared, but guess what? Fears of the devil because it's a spirit, so don't fear anymore. Okay? You, you feared up to the spot? Okay, that's okay. That's okay. Now be done with it. Now be done with it. Don't fear anymore. Don't hate yourself because you've done it. Just be done with it. Moving on. Psalms 33, verse 8. Let all the earth. Fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Fear God. Be so terrified to be away from him that when you're with him, there's clarity to all. Literally, clarity to all. And then, and then you step into the moment of all. It's awe and wonder. Man, I'm blown away. The wonders of God blow my mind. And therefore, draw me nearer to him. Deuteronomy 10, verse 17, it says, for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who is not partial and takes no bribe. So understand this. You can can get before God and be like, Lord, and try to bribe God all you want. God takes no bribe. But let me remind you, for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords. For the great, the mighty, and the awesome God, who is not partial and takes no bribe. He is Lord of all. He is God of all. Notice how the the first word God is capitalized and the second one is lowercase. Because he takes capital in all. He is number one. He is the great physician. He is the great healer. He is the almighty God. He is Lord of all. You can go stand before a tree and call on your grand ancestors and all that stuff. It don't work. That's the little gods. Seriously. You can go right over there and you know, rub your hand on that Buddha's belly, which is fun, but it brings no fruit. It brings no fruit. It brings no fruit. I remember as a kid going to Chinese restaurants and always being like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was like bringing in the Buddha gods. There's no power there. There's no power there. There is no power in anything else but him. And as we understand that, and as we know that, (laughs) nothing and no one can shake that. No fear of this world can shake that. I I love this. Um, uh, Some people, they they go through the Bible and they look for all the feel-good verses. They go through the Bible, and they look for all the feel-good verses, and they grab all the feel-good verses, and they, and they know. But I want to remind you this morning that the Bible is called the sword for a reason. It's to cut off the things that you don't need, and sometimes that's painful. I don't know if you've ever gotten a cut, even a paper cut, but it hurts a little bit. And sometimes when we have these things that have attached itself to us, getting rid of it hurts a little bit, but the sword is there for a reason. Get rid of what you don't need, and... Grab onto what you do need. I don't need anxiety anymore, but I need strength. And so I'm going to cut away what needs to not be there anymore and apply what does. Lord, I pray that you would renew my mind in a new way. Lord, let me be so renewed that I don't even remember the old. God, I don't want to be made up the same way I have been. And so today, God, I pray that you would renew my mind. Cut away what needs to be cut away. I pray that I would be made brand new brand new, not with some, you know, spray paint cover-up. Lord, I want to be grinded down. Like, like understand that. Super easy to, to put a spray paint coat over something to make it look new. But understand, if you never took the rust off and grinded that down, put some epoxy on there, whatever you need. Sand that down and then coat it. The rust is coming back. So you can candy coat all you want, but until you take care of the real issue, it will keep coming back over and over again. And that $3 can of spray paint will turn really expensive when you're spending $3 every day to cover it up. When in reality, you could have went Spent some time with the Father. Had some deepening moments with him where he had to take some of those sharp edges, some of those those things that you've walked through, that you've gone through, that defines you now, that shouldn't define you, but it has because it keeps showing up. People keep pointing it out. I thought you took care of that. I, I did. I guess it's time to take care of it again. God wants to take that, grind it away. I'm going to get you down to a smooth surface. I'm going to take care of all of these issues. Uh, I, there's a storage unit being built um, by our neighborhood. And every day they're running tractors, running tractors, running tractors. And it's crazy to me because it was a field before they started. And they went in and they destroyed the field and they like made massive holes everywhere. Built big piles of dirt and all this stuff. And, and now they're they're going back in and now they've made it a smooth surface again. You know, in my dummy brain, because I don't know what they're doing, I'm like, you made piles of dirt and made it flat again. What, what the heck was that? What, what is that? But what are they doing? They're making the ground. They've, they've put in uh, waterways so that the water would flow, so it wouldn't wash away the foundation. They're putting all these pipes in and everything to make the ground ready for a foundation, for a building, so that the foundation and the building, when it gets built, doesn't wash away. They're going in and going down deep where it needs to be done and dealt with and fixed to get it ready to go up. Going off of the Bible is a sword Proverbs 19:20 says listen to advice and accept correction and in the end you will be wise. People can make all kinds of plans but only the Lord's plans will happen. I love that. People want others to be loyal so it is better to be poor than to be a liar. Sorry, that wasn't I wasn't supposed to read that. Yeah, there it is. Those who respect the Lord will live and be satisfied, unbothered by trouble. Whoa. Though the lazy person puts his hand in the dish, he won't lift the food to his mouth. We have to be okay with correction. We have to be okay with cutting some things away. Because when we, when we are, the wonders of God don't scare us anymore. See, for a lot of people, the wonders of God, the, the, the mysteries of the Lord, they, they freak a lot of people out. Whereas in reality, if you had a relationship with him and you got rid of the things, the weightiness of this, this world, and you had a connection with the Father, all of a sudden, the wonders of God become your draw. Seriously, it's like it's like oh my gosh, what is God doing? It's amazing. Like let's gather around Him and 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 just watch Him move. Let's watch Him do what He does best, blow our minds. Psalms forty verse five. Oh Lord, my God, You have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all Your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them whoa whoa that's a lot that's a lot I can't even recite them all because you've done so much I find myself in the same boat because a lot of times I want to remember all the miracles that happened but I get them so jumbled up because so many has happened like I, I just growing up in the home that I grew up in it was it was always something we had a manager where we put all of our miracles to happen and every once in a while we'd start going through all the miracles why because you forget about them you pull them out and you're like oh remember that oh yeah what in the world? That's crazy. Totally forgot about that one because we just we get so busy. Things start to eliminate. It's like if if I tried to list to you all the greatness, all the things that you've done, I couldn't even list it all because that's how good he's been. Matthew twenty four. I'm reading a lot of scripture today. I figured that today's the best sermon would just be straight from scripture. Is that okay? <laughs> no man made stuff. We don't need that right now. Matthew 24, Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple, but he answered them. I'm going to read that again because I definitely got all lost up in that. Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple, but he answered them, you see all these, do you not? Truly, I say to you, There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, see that no one leads you astray for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and they will lead many astray. will come, those who endure to the end. Those who endure to the end. How many of you just by show of hands you wanna to endure to the end? <laughs> I would hope. Why? Because we are created for a fight. We were created for a fight. When you were created originally, you were created to fight. Because God would not put you on this green earth if He knew you couldn't fight. Because He knew that you would need to know how to fight. So He gave you the word. And He created in you a spirit of wanting to fight. And this is where a lot of us will fall off because fighting is hard, fighting is painful, fighting takes strength, fighting takes strategy. Fighting takes work. Are we willing to fight? You see, the wonders of God sometimes blow our mind. Most of the time, blows our mind. But when you're in a fight, the wonders of God are like signs that you're winning. I want to endure to the end. I want to endure in such a way that it be said of me, he never wavered. He never went to the left or to the right. He was always the same. It's funny, uh, Pete, I'm going to call you out, but Pete Cavaccini was like, uh, we knew last week, we knew that Power Place wouldn't be closed. I'm like, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you knew that. That's good. But I want to be known as, as someone that would never waver. We don't, we don't waver to the left or to the right. Honestly, we don't, we don't waver. We're not, we're not wavering. We're not, we're not going back and forth. We're not, we're not wavering to the left or to the right. We're not thinking about overthinking things and, and everything. We're just by the word, for the word, and for him. By the word, it's what we live by, and we go forward. It's what we do. It's how we act. It's how we react. It's who we are. When we have problems with fear, depression, anxiety, chaos, guess what you're supposed to do? Time with the Father. Time with the Father. How do you fight these things? Time with the Father. And if you leave the same way you came in, maybe just maybe that you were complaining rather than praying. Time with the Father in his presence. When you leave, you should never be the same. Time in his presence. When you leave, you should be different. Time in his presence. Time with the Father. Clarity with the Father. Wisdom with the Father. Discernment with the Father. Understanding with the Father. All of a sudden, when you leave, you're not the same person because now you got a new tenacity for life. Because now you got a new understanding of what he wants and what he, he's doing in you. And now, all of a sudden, all the wonders that you walk through are making sense. And it's like, God, this makes sense. <laughs> I now get it. I understand. Now I'm going to walk forth. I might have the same symptoms. I just want to be real. And we might as well be real. You might have the same symptoms when you leave, but you react to them differently. I thought it was going to fix it all. No, no, no. Remember, he gave you the authority. He gave you the authority. He gave you the authority. Things start to rise. Nope. Nope. I don't want to waste too many vowels, you know, on the devil. So it's just nope. It starts to rise. Nope. Nope. Let me help you understand. The devil messes with your mind. When he has no power over your mind, he can't mess with you. Okay? So when he comes in the room, it's funny. Um, I love to scare my children love it. I don't know what it is. I just, I love it. This morning, the way that I, and you all are going to kill me because coronavirus, this is how much I don't think about it. But the way I woke up my children this morning was I stuck my finger in their mouths. I don't know what's wrong with me. I have like this weird, like I just, I love my kids so much. I literally went to my son Roman and I just started messing in his mouth with my finger. And he was like, I was like, wake up, dude, it's church time. Anyways, um, but, but I just, I, I don't know. It's something in me. I just love to scare my children. So it's, it's a constant battle. You know, where can I hide to jump out? You know, how can I get them? And, and what way can I get them? And so it's funny, though, because London, she'll be nine, and she doesn't react to me like she used to. Roman is five, and he's already walking out of the reactions that he used to be. Now, Sloan is two. I got her. Like so good. I can literally go anywhere. Just yell, scream. She's like, die. I love it. But it's funny to me because with age, they're growing out of it. And I wonder what would happen if the devil knew our reaction wasn't going to be there. I wonder if he would stop messing with us. Because it's not as fun to mess with London anymore now that her reactions have gotten lame because she knows that I'm coming and doesn't get scared by it anymore. When I actually do surprise her, she's like, didn't scare me, dad. I wonder if every time the devil showed up, I was like, nope. I wonder if he'd keep coming. I wonder if he'd start to say, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just not any fun anymore. I don't got power over their mind anymore. There's no point in going back. I love it. Smith Wigglesworth laying in bed in the hotel. The devil shows up sitting in his rocking chair. Smith Wigglesworth sees him right, looks eye to eye and goes, oh, it's just you. Rolls back over and goes back to sleep because the devil has no power when he doesn't have power over your mind. No power, nope, nope, sorry, Psalm 66. All together now, applause for God. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I love this, this is so good. Sing songs to the tune of his glory. What is the tune of his glory? (laughs) Like, what is that tune? Is it a new song? Is it on Spotify? Can I listen to it? I need to really get to understand what his glory sounds like. I can tell you what his glory sounds like. It sounds like praise is to his name. And it doesn't matter what tune you got if you don't got a tune. You just start singing, singing. Set glory to the rhythms of his praise. Say of God, we've never seen anything like him. When your enemies see you in action, they slink off like scolded dogs. The whole earth falls to its knees. It worships you, sings to you. Can't stop enjoying your name and fame. Take a good look at God's wonders. They'll take your breath away. I'm reading out of the message. If you haven't, if you haven't picked it up by now. I just, you know what? I read it. I read it in all versions, and I just said, you know what? The message gets the point across. Take a good good look at God's wonders. they will take your breath away. He converted sea to dry land. Travelers crossed the river on foot. Now, isn't that cause for a song? I'm just going to sing. Why? Because I that need to be praised. He needs to be praised. No, we're supposed to live in fears, eh? There's things being spread. No, I've got a reason for a song because of what I've seen, because of what I've heard. I'm telling you, there's reason this morning to sing loudly. Hey! In verse seven, ever sovereign in his high tower, he keeps his eye on the godless nations. Rebels don't dare raise a finger against him. But you'll notice that rebels will raise a finger at you. But they won't raise a finger at him. So when he's in you, they can't raise a finger at you. And this is what I'm letting you understand today. You have more power than you think. The authority is inside of you. Go ahead and look at your neighbor and say, You got the authority. You got the authority. It resides inside of you. It resides inside of you. Bless our God, O peoples. Give him a thunderous welcome. A thunderous welcome. Well, I don't like our church. It's too loud. Well, I don't care. Give him a thunderous welcome. Ooh, it's getting hot in here. Didn't he set us on the road to life? Didn't he keep us out of the ditch? Watch this. He trained us first, passed us like silver through refining fires, brought us into hard scrabble country, pushed us to our very limit, road tested us inside and out, took us to hell and back. Finally, he brought us to this well-watered place. Who would you be without training? Well, ever since I gave my life to Jesus, it's gotten harder. (laughs) Have you ever been to training that pushed you? Have you ever signed up for something that would push you? you got to get out of your comfort zone and push yourself. I'm training for a victory. That's what I'm doing. I'm training for a victory. And so the wonders of God are like the the, the, the far offset things that are like, that's what I'm going for. I want to know what that means. So therefore, I've got to get to heaven to understand it. Lord, I want you to clarify to me. So, Lord, I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to train. I'm willing to go through these things. And, Lord, I'm looking for the well-watered area that you're bringing me to. Well-watered area. Come on. I'm bringing my prizes and presents to your house. I'm doing what I said I'd do, what I solemnly swore I'd do. That day when I was in so much trouble, the choicest cuts of meat for the sacrificial meal, even the fragrance of roasted lamb is like a meal. Or make it an ox garnished with goat meat. All believers come here and listen. Let me tell you what God did for me. I called out to him with my mouth. My tongue shaped the sounds of music. People, let's understand here. So many times he's reverting back to worship. So many times he's reverting back to worship. Why? Because it's praise. So many times he's reverting back to worship. Let me, let me help you understand. We're gonna do all this partying, but understand, my voice sings praises to his name. Thunderous applause. Thunderous worship, thunderous things coming forth from my voice saying, God, you're great. You're wonderful. Almighty Father, I praise your holy name. I worship you beyond my comfort. And I pray today my conviction would arise in a new way. Let me tell you what God did for me. This is where you come into place, out there. Everybody's in chaos. Oh, let me tell you what God did for me. I called out to Him with my mouth. My tongue shaped the sounds of music. If I had been cozy with evil, the Lord would never have listened. But He most surely did listen. He came on the double when He heard my prayer. Blessed be God. He didn't turn a deaf ear. He stayed with me, loyal in his love. You stand with me, please. It's been crazy to watch what God's been doing over the week. And on Friday, we had staff prayer. And we came together for our last few minutes of staff prayer. And we just, we warred against the coronavirus together, lifting praises, lifting our voices and worshiping. And Asha Smith had joined us that morning. She talked about the fire. She she talked about the fire of the Holy Spirit consuming. Because whatever goes in a fire gets refined and the deadly diseases fall off. And my prayer is that there would be a consuming fire this morning. A fire like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego's fire. A fire so hot Turn it up seven times hotter. Now I'm tipped. You don't want to bow down and worship me? Seven times. Ten times, whatever it was. Twelve times. Here knows? I think it was seven. Was it seven? Seven. Okay, good. I know my Bible. Thank the Lord. The fury of the world doesn't affect. You ever think, see, this is just where my mind goes, and this is not Bible at all, but you ever think that maybe the the seven times hotter was just because they needed the fire hotter to burn off the ropes? I know it's not biblical at all. God can take the ropes off, it just, it was a fun thought. I just know God always has a purpose. I'm just crazy enough to believe that God always has a purpose. That no matter what I've walked through or what I am currently walking through, God has a purpose. That no matter what I'm facing, God has a plan for me. And I cannot be defined by it, but I can change the destiny of it. And therefore, whenever I face something, I don't go, huh. I go, God, what do you want? What do you see? Lead me. Guide me, show me, fill me. Here's how I want to end. I'm not going to do an altar call today. We're going to do a war cry. But first, before we do that, I do want to give a moment Sitting in this room, you need to give your heart to God. I wouldn't dare miss it. An opportunity today to to give this to you, to offer this to you. I I wouldn't dare go home this morning and be like, oh, I forgot to do a salvation call. So if you're sitting here this morning and say, Isaiah, that's me. I need to give my heart to God. Everything you talked about, I want. Wonders scare me. This whole thing scares me. I live in fear. I I don't want to do that anymore. I want to rely on the Father. I want, I want to be fully his. And I want him to know that I am consumed by him. If that's you and you're in this place, I just want you to lift a hand just right where you are. to a hand if you're in this place, you want to give your heart. Anybody? Yes. Yeah. Come on. Give it up. That's huge. That's it. Anybody else? Way to go. This, this, this is everything. This is everything because everything that comes after this, everything that comes beyond this is now training. Come on, every hand in this place, just lift it up. Every hand in this place, just lift it up. Can you all say this with me? Say, Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I love you. I thank you. I give everything to you. Wash me. Cleanse me. Release me from things of my past. I love you and I'm consumed by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give it up. A warring praise. A warring praise. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Powerplace Audio Podcast. For more resources or to watch the service online, visit us at www.thepowerplace.org.